No curse words in this episode. Hope y'all enjoy us continuing to talk about Athens and the future of the Morton legacy. And the thing I love about it, the Morton building is, is one of the, it's actually, for, for fact, the last standing black built theater in the early 1900s in America. Wow. The only one. Every other one across the country has been torn down. Mm. The fact that Athens has that is like, don't take it for granted. Once I lived a life of a millionaire. You walk by there at night now, it's actually super quiet. Yeah. And you you walk by, you wouldn't even know the history of it. And that's mm -hmm. something I know that as being on the board, that's something I want to change. And I know how much people love UGA. I get it, college towns, blah, 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 blah. But don't ever let something like that overtake the culture that was mm -hmm. here before all that in the history. And the more you keep pushing these people out for these condominiums and you, you start tearing down your history around here, it starts to feel empty. You're gonna start feeling in 30, 40 years from now, like it's just gonna be UGA. People probably won't even mention the name Athens. It's like, that's where you end up going folks, you know? Yeah. And yeah. that's a worry. I mean, and, and it's not just here. I, Me and Addy, we saw it in Harlem, you know? Mm. We were up there, there's Columbia universities mm. right there. It's just mm. slowly pushing it out. Mm. For crying out loud, there's a Whole Foods across the street from the Apollo Theater. That should tell you something where there used to be black brand businesses. Yeah. You know, it's like <laughs> I tell people it's like, want to go get a haircut in, in Harlem? I'm like, well, good luck finding a black barber. Be surprised. There were times when someone be like, man, you need to go to Brooklyn, dog. They got the, you know, it's like that's <laughs> what, that, yeah. to really look at what Pink Morton did. Look mm -hmm. at the history behind it. I'm very blessed to get to do what I do. To sit here and have a conversation with you, Chase, like this, yeah. that's something that's not to be taken for granted. And, and we talk about the struggle of the Morton becoming owned by Athens and our frustration and even talking to Rashi about this. And the, you, you know, you, you are way more in, in, the, in the weeds with this than me, but, but the struggle of like, mm -hmm. when the Morton was bought by the city, that's great. And, and hearing you talk about the symbol of, of what the Morton become, I'm reminded that it is important to preserve. Most of what Athens preservation preserves is symbols of white supremacy. Like the TRR Cobb House, which is like a slave owning uh, <laughs> Confederate yes. general. It's like, Jesus, guys, like, what are you, you know, and right. so I, I am at least inspired to hear and, and refreshed to hear that, like, it is so important that Athens save the Morton. But at the same time, then they put an all white board on the Morton. They right. have not been giving the Morton to the black community to do what they want with mm -mm. it. I mean, it just, it drives me insane. That it's like, you guys have the most beautiful no. theater. It's owned by the government. You don't have to right. make a profit. And I, I so appreciate, I'm just so grateful for all the hard work you're doing to, to try mm. to get them to wake up to say, you should just be letting people come in here and create, give a gift yes. to the community. Let, let the black community come make incredible shows, come make mediocre shows, because otherwise it's gonna be cat circuses. 
which is like embarrassing right you know exactly it's embarrassing it's, yeah very embarrassing especially yeah. when you know that when you know the history behind that building it yeah. it it does it 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 frustrates every living ounce of my blood mm. when i see those kind of things because i'm like i get it where they're like we're not like a, a, a legit theater we're trying to make sure we keep bringing things through but i'm like you got to make opportunities to respect the legacy of this building it's not just about fill the seats all the time it may be so but know who who you bring in into those seats right yeah I so appreciate the work that like Lynn has been doing. She's mm -hmm. been there for a while and I worked with her when I rented it and she was awesome. But it feels cheap to me that Athens, this predominantly white, is changing, but predominantly white government now advertises the Morton as a black owned theater. It feels cheap because it's like, uh, guys, when are you, uh, is, is black owned? When are you letting lo the local black community come in here? You can't hold that name up if it's not true anymore. It's owned by the government. It's owned by, and the board is not predominantly black. And and that's that's one of the reasons we did the, the Defiance Awards, man. I want to hear from the black community. I yep. want them to be unfiltered, have a platform, and let them be free. I mean, if it was up to me, I, I wish I could have just said, come all, come one, come all, bring me your pieces. I'm going to... <laughs> put them out there yeah. you know i wish i just wish i could just give me everything who's got something but i envision things where you have a resident artist every year like mm. you that's of, of the black community that yeah. represents that and let them be able to craft something and present it for the community it doesn't have to be a finished product no you've given them a platform to to express themselves there's so much good art out here and montu i think is a, is a great pioneer of that he's finding mm. these people out here that are making such beautiful art. I mean, and they're in this powerful stuff and they just yeah. need, and the Morton should be a place where they can come and showcase that because that's yeah. what Morton did when he built the place. I'm just like, that's just, I. we have to find a way as, as, a, as a government and as a board to create the way for that to happen. There are ways. I've been around the block. I've toured regionally on shows. I've been in different, a lot of different communities and mm -hmm. I've seen it be done. I've seen them invest in yeah. the marginalized communities and give them a platform and it can be done. You yeah. just have to want to do it. You I mean, it, to, you know, it's an, it's embarrassing that I ran a theater for two years and on a budget of 2000 a month, I brought Mm -hmm. artists from 13 different countries and we did 190 shows and the morton right you should be doing that you should be you know you should Easily. be doing that that's Easily. that's embarrassing you can do yeah. it just to have yeah. just to budget that in every year yeah to be able, so, just such be a like, tiny okay, amount it's like you don't need major production value it's like hey no. we're just going to turn on the lights and stuff you just yeah. have to bring everything that you want we can have some people be here to to be your crew. It's like in building internships, right? Yeah. Like you've got letting black students from high schools and these other areas be able to come in Dude. And, uh, and work on these shows and shadow yes. these people. It's like, and it doesn't have to be like costing thousands and no. doing all these crazy rental fees. You know, it's like, we just have to find a way. And it's like, I get it tech people that are working there and the staff they got to get mm -hmm. paid yeah but i'm like we're in the middle 
of a pandemic right now and I'm not hearing anybody concerned about getting paid, they still working. So that's yeah. all I have to say. We're not yeah. doing anything. And I haven't heard once we better get something in here because we can't pay the tech. They're getting paid. So that tells me that they're taken care of somehow. So mm -hmm. I don't understand why we're not the Morton itself. That's and it's part of our job as the board to be making sure that there is stuff coming through. And my thing is making sure it reflects the legacy of wh whose name is on the building and the history of it. You know, I was like, yes, yeah. we're a rental house by all means. If they want to, if some acro cats wants to come through, feel free. That's great. Yeah. But, but you know, but it, it, it really is like, you still have to represent what the building is about through the programming. We can do that and it yeah. not be like, uh, like this huge burden. At yeah, all. and I and and I want to call out white people on this because Montu, I'm I'm gonna quote or uh, paraphrase Montu, but this is a symptom of white people where Montu talking about Athens and his frustration with the nonprofits here and with the government. He's like, as as deep and heavy as the problems are, the solutions are not that deep. It is this white community that we put up all this red tape. We come up with these excuses. If yeah. that was your priority, you could make it happen. Snap. Absolutely. You know, I was going to say, and I tell you what I think that also is, it's to make sure that these marginalized communities know that you don't have this access. That, mm. You know, it's like you have to, you have to be of a certain prestige to gain this access. Yeah. And I think we're not, I think we're seeing that in so many things in our society oh you're not of this ilk so you shouldn't be doing this or yeah. you know what i'm saying and it's like when we do then they want to you like they said now they're going to start adding more red tape yeah. you know soon it will yeah. become oh yeah we can't let any organizations that are connected to athens hip-hop come through here um you'll have to be on your own like you i can just see it writing on the wall right yeah we just gotta let go of that that bias and mm. in our communities and stop censoring the art <laughs> i'm like mm. i'm just yeah. done with it you know yeah. it's art because is it, art yeah it, it's also the problem when you have a predominantly white board that in their minds they're only gonna want to produce white art it just they redline the crap out of it and it, it's frustrating and yeah. And then people get start asking, where are the black playwrights? Why aren't we doing black shows? Why aren't we doing this? And it's like, if you understood what it takes to get a black film produced, I was like, mm -hmm. I tell people, it blows my mind how many producers it took to get 12 Years a Slave made mm. or Moonlight yeah. or even some of Spike Lee's early stuff. Like mm -hmm. for Malcolm X, when you got Warner Brothers saying, yo, we want that movie under two hours. And he's like, uh nah joe this sucker gotta be three hours that's the only way we can get it accomplished well we ain't giving you no more money so what did he do called up all his black people michael jordan magic johnson mm. oprah winfrey got them said yo i need some assistance they bankrolled the rest of that film got it done legacy yeah. you know yeah. and it's crazy to think soon as he got it funded here come Warner brothers like oh you know what we can go ahead and give you the rest of it you know you you don't yeah. need to get the money from me. and i said oh y'all ain't y'all think you're slick you know yeah. and so it's 
once that's why I'm like, get your community mm. together. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And work together. And if and just for the white people out there, if you want to be an ally, you want to be an ally of black artists, they're out there. Research, mm. find them, support them. And it's not like, oh man, that's some great stuff. I liked it. Give them some money. Just yeah. like give them a yeah. place to put their stuff up. Like yeah. this is what it's about. Like get behind them if you believe in it so much. They're out there. That's my two cents on it, man. That's what I'm trying to do as being on the board. I'm really trying to find, I'm hunting. Trust me. I bust yeah. my ass for y'all people out there. And I, I yeah. and it's like in meeting the people that we awarded the Defiance Awards, it's even more inspiring just hearing their thoughts on what they're doing and just, yeah. and I'm like, gosh, and it, it helps me. I'm building a community around it. And mm-hmm. yeah, I think if anything, man, that's, that's my goal is to get it to a point where like, you really are just, you're a platform for these voices to be heard. Even, I'll talk about myself and the things I'm learning and really trying to work on. You were like, I want you to reach in your contacts and help connect me to some really awesome black artists. And I realized in the process, I don't have to be the go-between man. That's That was me uh, a bit wanting to control. And I just realized like, David Perdue and Adon, I'd seen the earliest version of the show and I'd helped him at Moonlight. So yeah, I was really happy to join the project. But even in that, I realized that I was putting myself in a situation that maybe wasn't giving them the option to say no or wasn't, mm-hmm. you know, I was like wedging myself in here and it was a big moment of realization for me that was like, whoa, I, if I want to help David and Adon, I need to really say, hey, you tell me what to do. And if I can or, help, and if I can't, you tell me no, and I am so happy to hear no, and um, yeah, so, yeah, man. Well, that yeah. I mean, I feel you. Yeah, it's and it's tough for me. I mean, I'm I'm new here, really. I mean, it's mm-hmm. barely three years in being here, and I'm trying to absorb as much as I can and connect to this community. I have to, I do. I have to work my way through people that I know are connected in some way. So. I thank you, man, because I would not know those two individuals without you. Mm. And I'm yeah, glad they, that, they, of course. that they are communicative. I'm excited to to really make it happen. Yeah, um, me too. I think it's going to be definitely something this town ain't ever seen. Like, I'm trying to put something together that's going to blow their mm. socks off. I would love to bring the hot corner, like, just for it to have that vibe again. Yep. That would yep. be awesome. Anything else you want to add about Mr. Morton? No, but I'm I'm good on on Morton. I think like I think we get a good picture of just the man. I yeah. mean, and the thing I love about it, the Morton building is, is one of the it's actually for for fat the last standing black built theater in the early 1900s in America. Wow, the only one. Every other one across the country has been torn down. Mm. The fact that Athens has that. It's like, don't take it for granted. Champagne and wine. When I begin to fall so low, I didn't have a friend and no place to go. So if I ever get my hand on a dollar again. I'm I want to thank Thomas Brazel for coming on the podcast. The show that we were talking about near the end of this episode that's in conjunction with the Hot Corner Festival is Double Consciousness, which is a show 
by David Perdue and Adon Bean. That show will be this summer, around June, early June, at the Morton in conjunction, hopefully, with the Hot Corner Festival. So keep your eye out for that. It's going to be an incredible show. Again, to feature Thomas Brazel, we're going to post his Venmo below. Please support him. Please send him money because he's doing incredible work in this community. Show him some love. Thanks, everyone. We'll be back next Thursday to release an episode to continue talking about Hot Corner and the mechanisms that destroyed it. But such a pleasure to have this uh, break in the programming to talk with Thomas. So see you guys next week.